0: Ladies and gentlemen, the man you've been waiting for, the drum beater, the system cheater, the broadcaster.
1: This is great. Yeah, you know.
0: Sometimes I think I'll go mad, mad, mad. Five, four, three, two, one. First, this message.
2: He is trouble, trouble. Again, this is Volume Two, the Funk Show on Mode London. Starting off with Cloudbug, this is Out of Limits.
0: Medication makes
2: the brain function better, better. Better. It's a very special show. We've got the legendary Bexfield. Medication makes makes the brain brain function better, better. About forty-five minutes, we'll have an interview with him put on a good crack. and then we'll kick off with his guest mix about half an hour later than that yeah. keep it locked no words, but they'll never get me again they, they say- this example. Big up Goopoo And the unlisted lab crew Drilly. 64 kiddo with i wish are you waste man i asked for this on a fucking wave you just like rip it off soundcloud no man who the fuck likes lossless like lossy audio stop it i trick or treat volume 3 whole tape slaps we gone stop we good stop chill we on chill scale let's go let's go let go let's go take egg. Hey. fuck. Track off Motat's foul play EP Night Terror Got Motat agreed to come on the show at some point too North
1: Pussy <laughs>
2: had to pull that bitch up. bring down the tempo, slow it down, shout out 16.
3: This is this the, is the funk, funk, show funk Show with Teddy, Teddy color. color.
2: Sending me the master to this I always appreciate you guys When I ask you for the The WAV file Rather than cross the old MP3 Two Left Alive tape Love playing two tracks back to back that run the same sample known as Laps. Sticky and green shit, it's an exclusive from him called Sticky Icky. Clean is, yeah,
1: that's that Sticky Icky Green shit right there, right? In case a motherfucker wonder how we do it in Killer Cali, Jungle, California. Yeah, we do it live.
2: back this is the first funk track I ever heard I'm sure it is for a lot of people too of the trapping in Japan. Is it trapping in Japan five? I don't know. This is a prime example why. If you want your tracks played on my show, I want you to send me the wav. Because that first one, before I wheeled it up, that was the wave far off band Bandcamp. And this is the SoundCloud rip, because it's got the vocal right. But the quality difference is fucked, it. Send me the waves, you twats.
1: You're with
2: Better yet, put them on your bandcamp, I'll buy them. (laughs) Switching it up with something brand new from Intius. away from Baxfield joining me for the interview
3: is your AP uh, is that a crew neck or is it like a hoodie like a bunny hug
2: nah no, it's just the it's
3: just the tea it's just a tea, not bad yeah. that's, that's clean man um, clean. I want to get I want to get like more Always Proper stuff for sure Always Proper is sick man
2: yeah man, <laughs> yeah I mean, it, is, it is Immune that runs it in there
3: yeah yeah Immune is the is the man behind Always Proper Yeah. Like, I believe he's based out of Texas
2: yeah, so when I, I, I got that fucking I got always proper tattooed on my knee. Did you see that video?
3: Oh sick, <laughs> you got it tatted? Bro, so, that's tight. No, I didn't see the video, but that's that's actually legit, man.
2: It's pretty crazy. I should get a tattoo. So uh, yeah, my friend uh, Nate, he came over from Tel Aviv in Israel and we went to we went up to Stockport in Manchester. Um, and whilst we were up there, I'd done a load of video work for him. And then there was another tattoo artist there. I was like, oh, I want a tattoo. Can you just, like, quickly do this? So I, I filmed myself and made, like, a cool little edit using um, one of 99s tracks. And then I, yeah. I, I chucked it on. And then, like, within minutes, like, Roland Jones, Kill Figure, um, Cody Valdez, they were all, like, liking it and commenting and shit. And then um, nice. Cody Valdez was like, "Oh, you should fucking fly out and come, like, come hang out." I was like, "What the fuck? This shit's crazy." Um, Dude, man,
3: you got it, bro. You think you're gonna? Do you think you're gonna make that happen?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, like the idea. Shit. The idea is that, like, because most of the interviews um, are gonna be like this sort of format. They're like pre-recorded, obviously, over video chat and whatnot. Um, but I do want to be able to do them in live situations. So next month I've got blue bear because he lives in the UK. Um, yeah, when, yeah, sick. but obviously, um, I need to get, well, like if I'm, if I start like flying all over the fucking place, it's going to start getting costly. So, um, but yeah, I mean, if the show can start bringing in some dough, then I'm, I'm fully willing to put it back into the show so I can go and do that and, um, I wanna, I wanna do live shows as well. Like, I wanna DJ this shit to big crowds, you know?
3: Yeah, man. Have you actually, have you? Uh, well, there's yeah, there's a few things you mentioned there that I that I have to. Uh, um, but have you, have you ever played like live substantially? I have, but not funk. Um, there's
2: literally this is, this is part of the reason the the show come together because in the UK there's like no. It is here, like people are listening to it, but they're they're like few and far between. Like Blue Bear really is the only guy that's like, like made it big over here off of it. But a lot of people don't even know he's from the UK. But like if you went into, um, I don't know, like Drum and Bass is huge here, House is huge here. We've got like a huge underground scene, but Funk is still very new here which is why I've made the show and the other the other half of the show was supposed to be that we make live events off of it um, so a few guys have reached out to me to do that but yeah it's, it's yet to happen it's, it's it's all like an it's a new thing so hopefully that' will come of it but if I can fly about the place and do that like man if you if you've got a show over your way that you can get me on fucking
3: I'll fly over man dude yeah like. That's yeah. I've like that's a, I've been super fortunate, I guess, to be like to be able to play. Um, DJ, I've DJed so many shows over the years here, like in Edmonton specifically. Yeah. I guess probably over the, like the last five years, and um, I've opened for like so many um like artists like Troy Boy, uh, Getter. Oh, damn. Yeah, it's Sin. Ta- New Newlight. Um, what? Oh, he's big here. Like. Yeah. Base house goes off in the uk yeah he's a pretty cool dude like i got to hang out with him he's super fun like he's just a really chill guy yeah he loves smoking weed so smoke yeah. <laughs> some smoke some weed with him it was great and like i, I guess like I've always low-key been playing funk, man, like, the whole time, like, usually I start, like, if my slot times vary, like, throughout the night, like, I've got to, like, direct open for, like, I got to direct open for Getter, which are with my buddy, while we tag-team Dangles. Shout out to Dangles for hooking me up with that slot. That's uh, that was crazy, but I played, like, super early in the night, too, right? Like, opening slots, like, mid-open slots. So, you know, I just been, like, rinsed out Fonk and stuff the whole time. Yeah, like, yeah. Lots of, like, young vamp and stuff. Like, he's yeah. like, always making dope flips, right? So, stuff like that, like, really, like, nobody, I don't think anybody really knew that it was Fonk specifically. And I... I Yeah, that's the thing, like, funk's still pretty kind of, like, unknown here, but with, like, TikTok and social media, I think it's, like, becoming more of a a thing, and, like, I've, like, you know, every time I make a project, I just, like, post it out, like, on my socials, and, like, I think I'm pretty well-known, like, locally here, and I've played in, like, uh, British Columbia and stuff, too, so I've, like, made my way around, like, Western Canada, but... I think I'm still like relatively unknown too in the grand scale of it, but mm. I think you and I are like both doing it. Like, we're putting the fog out there, man, you know? Yeah. Gotta
2: spread the sound. Because, so. like, when you look at the statistics that people are getting, like, especially like Soudier, Young Vamp, they're getting fucking millions of streams, but Dude, like, yeah. they're not playing big shows. Like, Soudier, yeah. Um, there's a guy on my, my, um, I've got a small co- uh, collective I started called Pharaoh Circle. I've got a guy in there called Leo, um, out of France, and he lives in the same town as Sudier. Um, yeah, he, he was saying that's sick. he he went to a show that Sudier was on, and he was like, there, "Fucking no one knew who he was. No one like was paying attention. It's mad." Um,
3: that's kind of like yeah, man. I feel like that's like a common thing, like. It's weird, like even for me, I don't know, people know who I am like like i I don't want to sound like I'm like bragging, but people don't really know who I, who I am, but people do know who I am yeah, if if that makes sense oh, cool but if if I were to like play a, just like a public show, I think um I don't think anybody would really like know who I am, like people would probably just show up and I'd be playing music and they'd be like, oh yeah, like they'd either yeah, like yeah. it or they'd think it was like yeah like whack but yeah, it's it's weird that to me too, like how those big guys haven't like played too many shows. It seems like, cause for me, like I was playing shows consistently, like almost every weekend, like, multiple times a week for years. And like, I guess I was like super fortunate. I never really thought anything of it while I was doing yeah, it because yeah. it was happening so often. I guess. Yeah, that's amazing. But once COVID came in, man, like that just shut everything it fucked down. Fucked it up, didn't so. it? Yeah, haven't been playing. I haven't played any shows. Like I played two shows this this summer. That's no. and they're fun, but th- those are the only shows that I've played. Yeah, because you were like in like
2: two years, the, the first funk producer I've noticed that's consistently DJed. Because there's very few funk producers that are DJ in live shows. Um, like I said, I, to be honest, off the top of yeah. my head, it's only really like you and I've. I know DJ Smokey does a few. So, yeah does a few um i'll tell you who does mad shit is shaq france because he's djing for fucking, uh night level so like he's playing Dude. crazy
3: shit. shout out yeah, yeah man that's sick that you are in tune with those guys man night level is Fuck. I've been like I've been like he's actually a sick producer like that's how I I f- discovered him I can't I think his pro I can't remember what his producer's SoundCloud is I but don't even know he it's produced. different than his like artist page and then like he yeah he self produces like most of his beats dude I'm pretty no sure no way of I
2: thought um I thought it was mostly Shaq France. I but think Shaq I'm Hans pretty sure so he's like
3: they're like homies or whatever like and I've yeah like he's his DJ right but yeah I'm, yeah I'm pretty positive Knight Lavelle produces like his tracks I could be wrong yeah. but I swear he does and like yeah I've, oh they're doing he's from Ottawa crazy shit anyway. Ottawa Ottawa Ontario like, oh really that's our, ca- our our capital city of our country okay um Ottawa yeah that's
2: insane man
3: yeah that's awesome yeah and that's. Thanks. That's crazy that you've noticed that I've, um, I've been playing shows consistently because I guess for me, I've, I've always tried to, I've always felt like I've DJed. I was better at like DJing than I was at producing, if that makes sense. So I've really, yeah. I've really like tried to just put out as many projects instead of like singles or something like I tried to just make as many beats as I could um, and put them out mm. in like a cohesive project to see, um, you know, just to see what would happen. And um, yeah, it's been, it was weird because when COVID came in, you know, like then all that stuff kind of stopped. So I did put out projects, but you know, obviously I knew that there wasn't going to be any shows. And I I guess as of right now, I still haven't, don't really have anything lined up for the future. So I hope that the, the shows come back for sure
2: yeah because see this is something that i mentioned on the last show uh very briefly i was like saying to people um that like i've reached out to artists and said like look i want you to come on the show um some of them are like really keen um they'll say like yeah sure they don't know how to mix or they've never like used the controller or whatever Um so i'm like look if you if you really want to just like just make it in your door like it's not it's not ideal but like they don't really treat it like um, they're not treating it like other genres of music do. They they're like they're just treating it as like something that they they sit in their bedroom, they make a banger, they put it on SoundCloud, and that's it. <laughs> and like sit, it's the artist that made me think of this is Sin because he's fucking stupidly good.
3: Oh yeah, like, dude. Sin is unbelievable.
2: Producer. But he's not even got a picture of his face. Like no one knows what he looks like. He I asked him, he said he wanted he like he might come on the show, but he said he doesn't he doesn't know how to mix and I was like, but like what if someone books you they say like I'll give you five hundred dollars for an hour's set? Like, what the fuck? Like treat it, treat it differently. But um yeah, I think whether they just want it to remain on SoundCloud, I don't know, but I think it I think it needs to be something that's like getting fucking slammed in clubs and festivals personally.
3: Yeah, for sure. Like me me is I do it too and like I think it's it's definitely growing super fast like with the the arrival of all like the the like Eastern European, I'd say like Ukrainian and like Russian Funk producers yeah you know, man those guys are just cranking out tunes yeah there's so many mo- yeah. like crazy like back when i i guess i was into funk originally like i got into like triple six jason or rich beats as he was known back yeah then. yeah uh, Sudier, obviously Smokey, um mythic r.i.p mythic he's yeah uh, i was Korea gonna say producer. he's from canada too right oh. yeah he's from uh he's from toronto and I was like fortunate enough to to chat with him a couple of times on through Instagram and like I had plans to like make a track with him you know like
2: yeah I'm sure so. there's a lot of
3: a lot of people that had plans i there was probably there's a lot of people that were affected by his passing it's it was super yeah. unfortunate
2: and yeah he's um, like
3: uh, he's, he's, he's like one of the founding I'd say one of the founders of like Soundcloud funk. You know? yeah like, absolutely
2: one like, of the one of the
3: yeah, pioneers of like the original yeah. guys that were like cranking out the the dope like funk beats. Like yeah, that's the yeah. stuff that I heard. And I was like, man, like I totally feel like I could make something like this. Like that it was that stuff spoke to me as soon as I heard it. So yeah, I owe it to like those guys for, for inspiring me to like make funk style, yeah. style music.
2: This sure. is why I dedicated the first show to him because uh, though him beats um, yeah because like him and Mythic I got into it really early um, him beats I I made some it, it wasn't even that good to be fair it, I I flipped a bad and bougie and chucked it up and then him beats started reaching out to me I was like fucking hell this guy's on always proper this guy's sick and he was just like he was just like pushing me so hard and I was like fucking hell this, I, I've never even met this guy and he's like fully inspiring me and then not long after dude that's he fucking passed and I was just like fuck man like I was torn up by him beats passing and I did speak to I spoke to uh, Mythic a bit like I've got I've got a collab with him on my SoundCloud and I've got a set of stems as well but I, I like I've, I'm a bit inconsistent with producing if I'm honest like I've got a he sent me stems like a a collab file and I've just not been able to bring myself to, to in it like to work on it but I do need to really just out of yeah, yeah, just pure respect for
3: the guy. Yeah, man, that's but. that's a, you know that would be a, there's like a little bit of pressure there, right? Because those are like yeah, those are very that's a special those are special files for yeah. sure, and you you want to do man, them not. justice when you when you touch them. Yeah.
2: And like, like say, I
3: have faith, bro. I have faith, you'll crush yeah, it, don't
2: worry. I'll do it one time, but I'm, I'm very inconsistent with my producing. I've I've got a very love-hate relationship with production because sometimes I'll get on it and like, I can make like a good song in like a couple hours, but then I could go like six months of just like feeling so shitty about it. And actually like, again, this is where the, the show stem from. Cause I'm like, I, I'm not, I couldn't ditch music. But I had to find some, like, I had to find my my, place in funk, you know? So
3: this is yeah, where this man. has come from, you know? I think that's a pretty, I wouldn't even stress about that, man, because, like, yeah, that's an important, This, like, even for me, man, I've been, you know, putting out music for a couple of years now. And, like, because, like, honestly, COVID came, and, like, first year COVID, it was all good. I was making music, but, like, this past year, like yeah, I've had like a little bit of a falling out too. Like, I'm only just now starting to like you know have some motivation to to create some new stuff. Like, after dropping my last like tape, um, resistance, you know, after that, like yeah, pretty much just have been like working my day job and just kind of like focusing on, on like trying to like come back from from like COVID so yeah and like anybody that any of like funk producers that are like you know stressing themselves out about like their output or not being able to make things like it's totally fine to like you know just take breaks when you're not you don't you don't have to like it's not the end of the world if you can't make something like it'll always the mo- when you get motivated, that's the time to like, you know, make something. Like, yeah. Because it'll naturally come out. You don't have to like force yourself. That's it for sure. Like all my best music, all my best songs have, I don't even know how I've made them, man. Like I just like sit down because I want to make something and then it, I like make it. And then yeah, um, I'm like, wow, that's great. And if I sit there and I'm like, oh, I'm going to make this super sick funk banger. I usually just get frustrated. So Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's my advice. You just gotta let it happen when you when it happens. And like, shout out to that actually brings me to uh, sorry, man.
2: Oh, actually brings
3: me to one of the one of the
2: main things I've written down on my notes. Right, is because I'm sure like I've had multiple conversations with people about this, but um, obviously this is a stick up with Motat, right? I want to ask you about that. I want to ask about like your relationship with Motat, how that song come about. Because for me, that song is like it's iconic in funk that shit is insane man shit thank you bro anyone that i've i've not got enough i could talk shit about that song so much like i i used to listen to it i still do but when i first heard it like it was on on repeat for fucking
3: months sick man that's yeah like i have to give a huge shout out to lewis aka Motat. He is a class act, that guy. He's just a really... He's just a cool dude. I hope that I get to meet him in real life. Um, I yeah. course corresponded with him quite a bit over the years. And, yeah, like, that song, man, I just fucking... Uh, so many... It's funny. So many people have asked me about that sample. Yeah. And I've only told one person who the sample... <clears throat> what the name of the sample is and stuff. And shout-out to... Shout-out to Trey from Detroit. He's a fucking unreal guy he probably loves this is the stick up the most out of anybody in the entire world <laughs> he yeah. just like you he like he still like for years he will snap me anytime he's listening to it and i think his girlfriend actually made him like one of those little soundcloud wave, for, like she got him custom made uh like a it's like a screenshot of uh, your Apple iTunes it playing off your phone. Okay. And then yeah, it has yeah. like the waveform on it. So he's like, the, he's a cool, He may, he's also a producer. So if you don't know about Tret, I think, I don't even know how to say it. It's Trey's G. It's T-R-E-Z-G-E. Oh, okay. Yeah, of course.
2: He's yeah, s- I played his track on the last uh, show.
3: I, I wanted to shout him out, but I was like, I can't say this guy's name. <laughs> Fuck! I don't even know how to say. I know his name is Trey. I know his last name, but I'm not gonna shout it out because I don't want people to like creep in real in real <laughs> yeah. life. Because yeah, him and I are like homies. We got each other on like Snapchat and things like that. So yeah, he loves that yeah, song. Yeah, because
2: is he on? Um, is he
3: on Slow Wave? Yeah, he's on Slow Wave too. Um, he's, uh, he doesn't really, like, produce, hasn't produced much recently. I think he, like, moved and he's just kind of been vibing out with his girlfriend and stuff, which is all good, but he's a fucking crazy, consistent, clean-ass funk producer. Yeah. He's just super unknown. I think he doesn't even have 200 followers on SoundCloud. No so way. If I could shout him out, I'm going to do that. So I, I hope people can uh, find him and yeah. give him some motivation to make more music.
2: Big Timber, that is the one. I like, um, Yeah. because remember, I, I, when you first dropped that tape, I got hold of it and I double dropped it. I put that video up, and then you guys, like, were commenting on it. I was like, damn, these guys are commenting on my fucking video. I was, I was fucking losing it, man. Sick, man. Yeah,
3: no, hit so hard. Appreciate that, man. Like, yeah, he sent me that, uh, he sent me the stems for that, and then I just, like, added my shit, uh, and, like, I think I added another sample, like, to it so yeah that was a mm. I've, always, I've always wanted to collab that was our first collab I've always wanted to collab with him because he's been such a big fan of mine and like it's really important to me to like the people that really like my music that I reiterate the love back to them so yeah. it was like super special for me to collab with him and make that track and put it on my tape too so it was like super that whole tape is like meaningful because it's like all my super close producer homies that um, like pre- appreciate my music, I guess. So it was kind of like a big like love thing for me to make that with them. So I appreciate all the people that collab collabed with me on that. Date, yeah, man. sure. Yeah, sure. And uh, oh yeah, I just wanted to say too because I never really like touched on how this is a stick up. I actually came about either. I should probably if you still want to know about that because it's pretty funny. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, that story. So yeah, like I, I just found that sample. um and, it, yeah, I instantly, I wanted to make a track with Motat because, yeah, he's he was, like, f- consistently just dropping bangers, man. Like, crazy. like Yeah, Motat fucking kills it. Oh, every track, right, was just, like, he had his own, he has his own sound and, like, it was just clean. And so I just reached out to him, like, f- shot my shot, and I was like, yo, man, what's up? Like, I think I was, I talked to him, like, quite a bit before that um like before just like hitting them up with a collab that's a tip too if you want to collab with somebody like if i don't know if your shit's like super fire you'll probably get a collab but if you really want to collab sometimes it's better to like build a relationship yeah. you
2: know because i i shouted out to uh von storm once before he was called von storm and he was von and um i literally had like no nothing at the time uh, i made um I flipped like a George Benson track and I sent him a little clip and I was just like, oh, nah, this guy's gonna, he's never gonna fucking respond. And he was like, straight away, he was like, hell yeah, let's do this. But I, man, I, fuck, this, fuck yeah. I fucking flopped. Like, I was like, shit, I can't do it. Like, I'm he, this guy's insane. And like, I've still got... <laughs> Dude, that's okay. Yeah, like, I, I, I beat myself up over it a little bit, but like, I'm over it now. But it's a shame because I could have had a man. fucking huge collab with Vaughn but um yeah that's it we, lo- we like learn from that sort of shit you
3: know yeah sometimes th- they happen sometimes they don't like I've had I've sent stems to a lot of like I've sent straight up stems to like some of my f- super favorite producers. And I've, like, they've even agreed to collab and then, like, you know, haven't really sent anything back, which is fine. It happens. Yeah. But, like, uh, if you know, if I ever get those, like, I know how you feel because it's, like, you, when you think that you're going to have a, a dope collab with somebody, you know, that's, like, slightly pro- prolific or they've, like, you really appreciate the sound that they put out. Like, you obviously, like, yeah, it feels good, but when you don't get it, you're ob- a little bummed out, but i don't know usually that just gave me motivation to like make something new like to try and like improve my sound or like work on it or just put out another song really if it didn't work out yeah and like yeah yeah, motat pretty much i sent him that sample he liked it like you said like fawn storm he's just like yeah man this is unreal like send it to me so i just like worked on it probably for like half an hour an hour like made like a my my little bass beat or whatever and then Fired it his way and then, yeah, he sent it back and it was pretty sick. And I added a little bit more to it and then, yeah, we just threw it out there. And then it's insane. I guess, yeah, pretty, it blew up. Yeah, so it's, that was it's cool.
2: crazy. Like, not, there's very few other long tracks that have got that, like, um, I don't know. For me, it's like proper euphoric. Like, if I'm in a shitty ass mood, I'll chuck that on and I'm like, I'm fucking floating, you know? <laughs> this shit's amazing. It's Oh, Thanks for that's, that's an iconic That's gem. cool. Um, yeah, I yeah. I reached out to Motat as well and he's he wants to come he said he's he's agreed to come on the show as well. Um Sick. and I mentioned to you yeah. about eventually we could do like a, s I wouldn't mind doing um, obviously a slow wave special so get like a few of the guys together. Um fuck yeah and yeah maybe another show like if I do a show with Motat and then do another show where like the pair of you come back
3: on um cause yeah I yeah man as, as well I've, we'd be super down for that yeah, for man. sure slow wave is like slow wave is like me dangles wavy dj burr Submunition, uh denver mm. trey's on there trey's g um uh, who else tenzin's on there is he still on there There's, Pardon me, yeah, overslept, he's still on there He hasn't, I haven't really been, I've hit him up a couple of times But we've kind of just been ch- laying low uh, during COVID I don't know, I don't think he's really been putting out too much lately Yeah, either, he's gone
2: so. a little bit quieter But I remember yeah. when he dropped um, Twist of the Wrist on Slow Wave Vol 7 Is it Vol 7? Yeah, I think it is think so,
3: I think so, yeah And I was like, that was that was a track for me where I was like, fuck wow that shit is insane yeah thanks thanks matt man yeah overslept aka matt he's a super chill dude he his name his name completely fits his like personality yeah yeah. he's like that dude probably sleeps in every fucking day (laughs) that's amazing Yeah. he's so he's a cool dude yeah he's like i can't believe he sent us so many dope bangers like yeah, he sent us the last track he put out um, on the last compilation. I fucking love that. He sampled like the Berserk anime. Okay. I think the guts theme. Yeah. That's a pretty iconic like song. And, yeah, he killed it. So thanks for like throwing that out on Slow Wave Overslip. That was, that was nice. That was a nice one. Oh yeah. And I got to say too, like Slow Wavy is the founder of Slow Wave. And if you don't know about Wavy, he is like an OG, soundcloud legend that like probably so many producers know like i don't know i gotta name drop wavy heart because he's just like he's like a a soundcloud grandpa yeah (laughs) (laughs) but he he makes he makes he still makes sick fucking beats he hasn't really been putting anything out in like a couple years now because he's a family man he's got a he's got a girl he's got a kid and he's just you know he's taking care of them first which is which is good oh, shout out to wavy for doing that but if you haven't uh if you haven't checked wavy yeah, out you got to check out his page he's a he's a legend for sure he's i thank him for letting for putting me on slow yeah not honestly because yeah i
2: thought I, it was a, you i thought you were the founder of slow wave until you just said that
3: but no no i wish man wavy is the papa of slow wave and Dangles, uh, the homie Dangles. I don't know if you've ever listened to much Dangles, but he's kind of like he still makes music and puts music out. Um, he's like kind of like an OG. I'd say an OG funk producer. Like, I wouldn't call it Wavy his and Wavy's like music. Like, did you ever listen to Zuper at all? Any Zuper? No. Does that sound familiar I don't to don't you? Don't think so. No. So the, those guys, yeah, they were like their sound was more like like the 140 BPM kind of like. I just call it like SoundCloud Trap. Like that. Yeah. It's kinda around the time when like um what was their name? damas and stuff. Okay. we like dropping their like when Trap was first birthed. So I'd say like Trap is like the grandfather of Fong. Yeah. And uh like Wavy and Dangles were like hitting it off on SoundCloud. This is like twenty twelve, like twenty ten I'd say. So almost ten years ago now. But anyways, um Dangles is from Edmonton, like the city that I live in, and so kind of the way I got involved in producing, even at all, was, so like, I like I think, I, I don't know if I mentioned it all, but I grew up on a farm um, in Saskatchewan, didn't have uh, internet or anything like that until I was probably 15 or 14 or 15, like, as a teenager by the time we, I had internet, I don't know how common. The uh, internet was in, like, the UK in, in, like, the early 2000s, but in, like, where I grew up is pretty isolated, and being on a farm, um, there wasn't... The technology really wasn't there for us to have, like, a fast internet connection yeah, sure. until, like, 20, 2009 or 2008, so yeah. that might sound crazy to a lot of people. No, no. I so that's when, I, that's when I was really able to, like, kind of start downloading music, things like that, but before then, I just, like, relied on listening to the radio and my, like, CDs and things. Um, so eventually I moved to the city, Edmonton. And um, at that, by that time, I wanted to learn how to, like, use a DAW and um, make beats, obviously. And so, I don't know, I just, like, reached out to Dangles. Or, yeah, I reached out to him on SoundCloud. And uh, he was, like, cool enough to hit me back and, like, correspond with me and then i i got involved in the dj scene here you know, like the dj circuit i guess you'd call it cuz there's like the way the way it works here there's like a bunch of like promotion companies like like people that have money that can book artists basically and so you have to like sell tickets for their for them to like uh play their shows that's how it works it's like i mean i don't know now i can get booked just off my name which is like fortunate but I mean, in the past, you had to like kind of like hustle, sell tickets to shows, promote the show instead of like promote yourself. So I met Dangles at like a show because he was playing the show. So I was just like, all right, I'm going to go here and meet this guy. And so I did, met him at the show, and we like hit it off right away. And then we just like started like hanging out. Um, Like I would like go over to his house. He was like cool enough to like let me come chill at his house at pretty much whenever I wanted. I didn't even have to like let him know. He'd just be like, just like, yeah, man, just come through, just show up. Like, I'm gonna be in my room, like making beats. And I was just like, fuck, sweet. So before I even started producing, i just sit there for like hours and watch him like make music and like listen to like what he's making like in his doll. like, it was just crazy, man. It was so, Unreal, like to just be sitting there after, like you know, finding this guy's music on SoundCloud and then, like you know, being able to go hang out with him and like watch him like make stuff. And uh, he really inspired me to start creating beats myself. And the first beat I ever made, I showed him, and he was just like, "Oh man, this is so sick! Like, awesome! Like, you gotta keep making more beats." And like, that's all it takes. Like, I owe it all to him. Like, if (laughs) (laughs) phone's ringing gotta turn (laughs) it Um, (laughs) off yeah no I I owe it all to him for uh, for being like enthusiastic and supporting my very first beat because if he would have been like shitting on it or like oh man I don't like this I probably I don't know I don't know what would have happened so that is I owe it to Dangles and Wavy for helping me along because I was a super noob shitty producer and i would just send them all my shitty beats and they'd be like yo this is sick man even though they probably sound like trash i know they sound like trash and they're just continually supporting yeah, no, me so yeah. that's like why slow wave is yeah you gotta start so, somewhere so special that's what it starts with is it
2: a good a good like support network it's like all, all the best collectives i'm sure at some point like everyone was thinking a bit lower there of their beats or whatever. But, yeah, they all grow together, and now, yeah, there's some fucking insane, like, yeah. Look at, like, Purple Posse and that. I'm sure, like, early days, they were, like, they were in the the exact same situation, you know? Yeah, no, and they're
3: super prolific. Like, Purple Posse, always proper. Uh, Like, oh, yeah, Purple Posse Mm. is, like, the original, like, I'd say they, I think they're, like, the original funk, strictly funk collective, pretty much. I don't know. Does that sound right? Yeah. Or was I think it's always proper was birth around the same time, I, or maybe it was immune on purple posse, and he might have like I don't know how that stuff works, but yeah, absolutely. And um,
2: yeah, so you've also prepared a guest mix, yeah? Well,
3: yeah, man, I have yeah. for sure. I'm yeah, super stoked. Yeah,
2: tell us, tell us a bit about what
3: what we can expect from that. Sick, man. Well, I, I've, uh, yeah, so I, like, really wanted to play some of the music from some of, like, my, just the people that I think, um, influenced me and some of my, like, my friends, um, in, in the Fong community, so it's just, like, a, a, I'll call it a medley of, like, the music that I think is like what influences me to make my music in funk and like hopefully the vibe of the mix can resonate with everybody else. And I, I threw in my, some of my own music as well too. Um, so yeah, it's a good good jam, I think. I, I yeah. enjoy making it. I even might have thrown in a little bit of a trap, a couple trap, like some hard trap stuff maybe too, one or two songs just to spice it up. Yeah, and, nice There's a little bit of house too in there. So yeah, it's a nice, nice little mix. I'm super excited to hear it, man. girls to go out with me desert eagle for (laughs)
0: I'm gonna have a little shit my nigga
1: I kinda wanna know what's the flash. I kinda wanna know what's the clash Y'all wanna know what's the clash I kinda wanna know what's the clash Y'all wanna know what's the clash I kinda wanna know what's the clash Y'all wanna I kinda wanna know what's the clash Take all to the clash Take
0: I'm